Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey guys, it's episode 51. Episode 51, just like Area 51. And Bridget and I were just talking about this, and I was like, isn't Area 51 the alien encounter place? Am I, like, making that up? I don't know. Anyway, our episode is going to be so good, it's going to be out of this world. Like, Area 51. Liz is so corny. I know, I know. I'm here for it, though. I'm good, I'm good. Um, Lizzie Lou. Yeah? Tell us what you're doing. So, I'm doing my first work trip since being back in the workforce. Uh, so let's see, it's April. I started back in January. So this is my first trip in three and a half months. So I'm in Dallas this week for a few days, um, just doing some work stuff. And tonight I'm going to meet my boss for the first time. Like we have one-on-ones like every other week or whatever it is. Um, but <clears throat> tonight I'm meeting her for the first time in real life. We're going to go to Velvet Tacos, which I hear is better than Torchies. It is so good. I don't know. The thing the thing with um Velvet Taco is they have different creations um just like just like Torchies, but I will say um their the case, so we got torch or we got Velvet Taco for my birthday and we got um queso and I thought it was just okay. Like Did the queso make you sick? No, I'm so surprised that you're willing to eat queso after your December debacle. I will not eat chilies again. Like not even at like chilies is out forever. Not just they're just not their uh, not or chili or whatever it's called. Yeah, well, we don't really I mean, I don't really like chilies to begin with. I'm not a big like chain food person. Okay. like so. Okay, so you're better than me. No, but. Uh, yeah, I'm just not a big chain food person. So I don't know. I don't know. Like if <sighs> that's the thing, if I'm like, obviously, if it's the only option, I'll eat it. But yeah, you know, what's crazy, though, talking about the December thing. What? I was telling Anthony this, um, you know, I felt really sick the other morning. I thought I was going to throw up and I think I have PTSD from that. Like I, when I think about it, I'm like, Hey, am I, if I throw up, like, is it going to be an all day thing? Like, and I'm, I would be that same way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So velvet taco, I think you should get the um, chicken tikka masala one. It is so good. Yeah. I got to find, yeah, I got I got to find their menu and like do a little bit of a what you call it like look at the do some recon to make sure I know that I go in there, you know, getting the good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll do that tonight with her. Then tomorrow I'll be doing my work stuff. And then Thursday fly home early morning, and then back to it, you know. And Robbie's with mom. 
Um, so Robbie's at mom and dad's house this week. He'll be there Tuesday and Wednesday. And mom just was like, you know what? Just have Ryan leave Robbie here on Tuesday night. So mom is watching Robbie tonight and then all day Wednesday. And then Ryan will get Robbie Wednesday evening after work. So Ryan is also getting a little vacation. Mom is the best. Truly the best. Truly. Yeah, she does a lot, definitely, for her kids and her grandkids. and Yeah. Oh, the other big thing was that it was Ryan's birthday yesterday. So, happy birthday, Ryan Guy, 4040. Um, he turned 36. Mm-hmm. Crazy. We're old, dude. Um, Tell us what you got him. Well, Ryan loves cleaning supplies. And he asked for a little green machine, which is like a little handheld carpet cleaner type thing. And you can like clean your couches or clean spots on the floor. It's like not a full blown carpet cleaner, but it'll clean like upholstered and like stuff. And then you're like carpets if there's stuff on them. So he got that. And then I got him like a little mini vacuum for the kitchen. Um, I got him like one of those like... uh Oh my gosh, what's it called? Like it's like a grabber thing that you don't, where you don't have to bend down and you can just like squeeze it. So you have like the extension of your arm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I got him one of those. And that was from Robbie, actually. So he could help uh pick up Robbie's toys and not have to bend over. <laughs> I need that. Dude, it was it's pretty funny that we got one for him. Um yeah, so and then his family got him some funny things. They got him these like so Tessa, my sister-in-law, got him like these little like, they look like finger chopsticks, but they go in between your fingers and you squeeze them and they go out past your fingers and they're for like picking up like um, snacks that are, that would get your fingers like sticky or gross or whatever. So you can pick them up without getting your fingers uh, like, you know, covered in Cheeto dust or something or oil. So she got, she got Ryan those, which is hilarious because I thought about getting those for Ryan too. How do you guys like see that? Like where this is the thing is when so I called or Liz called me yesterday and I was talking to Ryan and she showed me the um things that he got. Active. Yeah. But what I was going to say is. Are these like on infomercials because they seem like infomercial type of. I've seen them on ads on Instagram before. And then Ryan like follows this account on Twitter. I don't even know what it is, but he he they have like random kitchen gadgets and they're like stuff like that so yeah he got that he got some gift cards to eat out at places um he got a puzzle he got a book I'm trying to think what else he got oh I got him a nice shirt and you like button-up shirt so happy birthday right guy happy birthday (laughs) how was your Easter Oh, Easter is eh. Like it was okay. I mean, it was fun going out there, but I just feel like it's just a lot of work. Holidays are a lot of work. And I didn't even have to do anything. Like I didn't even like do food or anything. What do you mean that they're a lot of work? It's just like there's like, you know, okay, you gotta get a present. And like, you know, I, I just feel like there's all this pressure to get like stuff for your kid. Which that's fine. Like I love buying stuff for Robbie, but it's like you see all the stuff on Instagram of like these picture perfect families that are having a great time and looking at you, Bridget, with your little Sunday selfie. Just kidding, you guys look cute. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you saw tons of people on Sunday posting pictures of their families. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like it's hard to like keep up with that. Yeah. I don't know. So I was feeling a little overwhelmed by that. I didn't post a picture. Um, obviously, well, not of that. And and Robbie turned eight months on Sunday too. But um, yeah, so we went down to Richfield, hung out with Sarah and her family. Ryan went to one of his family parties. I stayed home. And that was that. Hmm. Tell me about your week and Easter and all that jazz. Um, trying to think everything that I did. Anthony had to work on Saturday. Um, and so uh, he worked. I, I can't remember when he got off, but then we actually um, our church, they had a neighborhood or sorry, a church um, Easter egg hunt. And we went to like a park and did it and had um, everybody brought like a picnic thing to eat. And so we just got Chick-fil-A. Um, but Austin like had a blast. The thing that was weird about it, though, the location was it was like legit right off the side of a highway. And there was no barrier between the highway and the park. Wait, who chose this location? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, you know, they have a skate park there. We didn't get to go to the actual like park park. We were just like in the park park grassy. Well, it wasn't even grass. It was like all dirt. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just was, I don't, it's fine. Like, I don't care that somebody chose that location. It's just interesting that like the city of whatever mm-hmm. can't, can't like, I feel like that like goes against like safety violations. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. Parks we, and Rec. We, need, we need to be Leslie Nopes and get the stuff freaking. Right. Like when up. that hole gets filled. I fell into the pit. You fell into the pit. Dude, I I want to rewatch that series. Me too. I need to. I love it. I know Anthony does, is not a Leslie Note fan, but she gets shiz done, dude. You just think she's annoying. Like, she is annoying. I think she's 100% annoying. Um, But I guess I admire the fact, and I, I know she's a fictional character, but mm-hmm. she gets stuff done. That's what I like. She's a good friend. She's a good friend. Yep. Even though Ann Perkins is kind of an absolute shiz friend. Yeah. Um, but then, so we had that on Saturday night. Um, Sunday, we did, like, the boys opened their Easter baskets and did, like, a little Easter egg hunt. And then we went to church and... Um, and then we went over to a friend's house to have Easter dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody like just brought like sides. Okay. So I made mashed potatoes and some carrots and I made that magnolia banana pudding thing. Oh, dude, yum. Except like Anthony and I were like legit the only people that ate it. <laughs> well, it's just because there were other people that made um different desserts and so Mm -hmm. it's like i mean it was pie so and everybody loves pie Mm. except me i do not love pie Mm. i have never liked pie i don't really like pie either i think actually i would like like a chocolate velvet 
or whatever it is or frizz or whatever it is. Oh yeah. I mean if it has an Oreo crust, of course I'm eating it. Yeah, like what is it? No, is it chocolate silk? What is it called? Chocolate, chocolate satin. satin. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm hundred percent there. Dude, I remember when Nick worked at Marie Calendars and would always bring home like crap. That was awesome. Yeah, um, oh yeah, that was freaking bomb. And G, did you ever work at Marine Calendars with us? I did. I did one Thanksgiving and uh-huh. helped like cream pies or something, and it was in Layton. In Layton, huh? Layton or Bountiful or something. There was one we went to. We'd always go to the one in, um, oh my gosh, what was it called? In West Valley. Mm-mm, I didn't do that one. I mean, I like, obviously I went there to eat, but I never, that isn't where I did the. Mm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So everybody made things. I did do funeral potatoes and they kind of didn't turn out great. No, like you took them with you. Uh-huh. Oh man, it's not the worst when you make yeah. something like. Well, I. I didn't know that they weren't going to be very. The thing is, um, I didn't put as much of the hash browns in it because the bag. So it calls for like 32 ounces. And the bag that I got was like 30 ounces. Mm -hmm. And I think that those two ounces make a big difference. Oh, yes. And wait, did you have a hard time finding hash browns? Yeah. Yeah. So did Sarah. Like we literally went to three different stores. Oh, yeah, that was my other thing. Sarah came out this weekend and we hung out all weekend and it was really fun. Yeah. And then so we we had dinner um, and then uh, they had um, cornhole. They had a ton of like cute little things like she had a little arts and crafts table for all the kids. And they did those like that amazing thing when they the markers. Have you seen those? No, no. My kid is like just barely learning to crawl. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, but then she had like they have a cornhole set outside, like a legit one. And so the boys played that for forever, like the adult boys and the mm-hmm. kids. The kids just ran around. And the, then, adult, is it the adult boys like Anthony or like. Yeah. Austin? No, like men. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so and then uh, the girls, the women, the adult women did it after and i am terrible at it i felt so bad for the person that was paired up with me Mm -hmm. because she was so good and i like legit sucked well i'm sure that they had fun anyway and anthony was like come on bridget you've played softball like and you're like yeah when i was eight (laughs) no but um anyway so yeah but It was a lot of fun and then um just have been hanging out with the boys and getting stuff done um not too much i went to the store today after i picked up austin from preschool mm-hmm. i haven't stepped foot in an actual store in so long why well, you just do like i do pick up or like delivery or whatever okay and i just I mean, Austin, Austin is like the easier child. And okay. so, um, but he take to the store. Yeah. I took him to the store with me because I picked him up from preschool, but like, he's too big to get in the cart now. And so he has to he walk can't sit in the front in the front thing. So he has to, um, he has to sit in the, um, 
anyway, he he just walked by me, but he's like obviously not super. He was like, this <laughs> and so that's the thing is like I Anthony, he's like, we need this and this and this. I didn't get like any of my things that I wanted to get. Mm. So I'm gonna have to order stuff. Yeah, I feel like grocery online order is so much easier because I don't get distracted and I can like look through the the order and be like, oh, I forgot green onions or whatever it is. Yeah, that's why I like it better. But Anthony mm-hmm. was like, we need because I told him I was like, or he was he came home earlier today and he was like, did you get groceries? And I said, no, I I haven't. Like I, mm-hmm. I had a work meeting today and and then um, I ran on the treadmill and I just didn't have time. And so he yeah. was like. Um, he was like, well, we need this stuff. And I said, well, I don't want to go. And he's like, please, we need this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just work and school and kids and. Dude, uh, I start school next month. You so took a semester off too? It's only, it's only been one semester. It hasn't even been the end of a semester. I thought you took off fall semester. Mm-mm. Oh, I took two classes in the fall. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I only took off this semester and I'll start back next, next. So in May. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Wait, I did want to say something. This is, I mean, we've already gone through our weeks and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I wanted to talk about is um, they're coming out with like a new Disney movie for Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And um apparently they changed the lyrics to some of the songs that she sings. Oh, really? To show consent. Like what? Like, you know the kiss the girl song? They're like, sha la 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 la. Ask the girl if you can kiss her really quick. Sha la 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 la. La 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 la. Whoa, whoa. And don't do it if she says no. Okay, what are the lyrics though, though for real? I don't know. They I haven't seen I haven't seen somebody like post what they changed, but apparently it's Kiss the Girl and then there's another song, Ursula's um Lament. Know. What? <laughs> I said Ursula's Lament. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is really. Anyway, I guess they changed the lyric to that. And I just think it is so stupid, dude. Like Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you knew this, but um, John Legend and somebody else, it might have been Kelly Clarkson, they came out with a rendition of um, the the one that's like, I really can't go. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, It's cold outside. Um, they changed some of the lyrics to that to show consent or mm-hmm. like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't know. I just think it's stupid. Like people, I just feel like read too much into that stuff. And it's an, it's an age old classic song. And it's just like, I don't know. Why do we have to be woke about everything? Yeah. Hold on. I want to look up new Disney lyrics. A uh, little mermaid. I want to see if they've got them. Uh, oh yeah so it says okay they've oh lin-manuel miranda who does he play i don't know he might have helped with the music dude oh Oh, poor 
Fortunate Souls is the other song. That's uh, right. Uh, Kiss the Girl. People have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would, would in any way force himself on Ariel. Huh. Uh, it says, um, Four Unfortunate Souls has been revised um, because the original contained lines that might make young girls somehow feel that they shouldn't speak out of turn, even though Ursula is clearly manipulating Ariel to give up her voice. I, and that's the thing is like, if that's the reasoning, are we just are like, is all common sense just like, why are we, why are we um, just hearing to the minority of people? Like, are, are I don't know. Does everybody think this way? Like, maybe I'm just the minority. Like, maybe uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know. Maybe they just want to set the tone right for her future people because this here's what's going to happen is these movies are going to be the new ones that kids grow up with right i don't know i some of these remakes of the disney shows like disney classics are duds yeah also this this article does say that the the new song song lyrics have not been revealed so we don't know what they're changing them to yeah that's that's i couldn't find them but i don't know some of these like remakes of well, did you uh, see me remaking Moana? Yes. I'm like, dude, this this movie just barely came out. But they're doing. I heard that they're also bringing in um, the Rock again as yeah, like he, he's going to be Maui. Yeah, they're going to bring in the other girl too that played Moana. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just feel like, dude. And this is the other thing is, do these shows, do these remakes of them, like the live action, do they even do well? I honestly don't know because I don't really. The only one that I've, have I seen? I might have seen Belle. I liked that one, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And then I watched Cinderella. Cinderella was so long ago, dude. Yeah, but I'm saying those are, I think, the only remakes that I've seen for live action. I couldn't even tell you what else has been made live action. Aladdin, Lion King. Oh, wait, I did see Aladdin. I freaking hated it. It was stupid. And then they had Jasmine, like, sing some weird song. Yeah, her weird women empowerment song. Which, guys, I'm a feminist, okay? So, like, I'm putting that out there. Go women. Like, whatever. Liz has not even... Changed my last name. Changed her last name. So if I'm so feminist, I even changed my last name. I'm just saying if like if that even gives you any type of clue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just renewed my passport, so I'm probably gonna be a buckner for at least another 10 years. <laughs> anyway, um I'm no, I'm no, just no. dumb. Huh? I, I'm a feminist too, in the sense that like I think that women can just do just as much as men. Yeah. I guess I'm just not obnoxious like Liz is. Okay, well, I don't care. I'll take it. <laughs> it's fine. We can have different viewpoints on things. That's the great thing about life, right? People are different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. Okay, this is a different, that'll be a different podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I thought that song, like, long roundabout thing for that one was that, yes, that song was stupid, dude. It was like too forced. I'm okay with changes, but when it feels like forced, I'm like, ugh, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I I know that they did Lion King. I actually did not see oh, Lion, Lion King. King. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, I, go didn't, ahead. I didn't see it. I didn't see Lion King. Um, 
I know they just remade Pinocchio. Yep. Didn't even. Oh, wait, did I know that? Did it go directly to Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. It was with um, Tom Hanks's uh, Geppetto. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Also on the plane today, I watched that movie, A Man Called Otto. And it's based off of that book, A Man Called Ove. So good. I is really it like Ove it. or is it Ove? I thought it was Ove. But you guys, okay, wait, 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 wait. We also need to talk about Bridget and Anthony's little uh, thing that they put up about, do you say consultation versus, I don't know what the other option was. Anthony, so it was consulted or consulted? I say consulted. What do you say? Consulted? Yeah, you asked for a consult. You asked for a con, con, I didn't say it. What's the other one? What's the other option? What's option B? What's option B? Consulted. I say consulted. I was consulted. Yeah, well, a lot of people that are in my, like, Instagram, whatever, um, I think that one was a close one. Like, I honestly... Okay, who won, though? Well, I think I won. I think I won. And you say consulted? Consulted. 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 I say consulted. 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 I don't know. Now I don't know if we're thinking yet. Let but- me... You guys also say another word so weird. Me and Anth? Yes. What is it? Oh, gosh. Um, It's the word O-V-O-V-U-L-A-T-E-D. What? Ovulating. Ovulating? Yeah, you guys say ovulating. <laughs> like, your ovulation. Oh, dude, no. Okay, so I just looked up. I haven't. I actually didn't check the the stats. Anthony got 49% and I got 51%. And it was, I beat him by one vote. Mm-hmm. And I just had a lot of people that um, are in, I have a lot of friends that are in the medical field. And mm-hmm. um, basically everybody was like, it's a medical thing. Like mm-hmm. it makes sense. And then there were people that were like, neither it's consultation. <laughs> I know you're like, okay, that wasn't an option. <laughs> Like, excuse me. <laughs> so if you had to pick between the two that I gave you. Yeah. I'm like, there was no option C that says neither. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so no, but that's funny. Ovulated. Yeah. Ovulated. Ovulation. Ovulating. You guys are like ovularies. Ovularies. It's called ovaries, you ding dong. It's not called yeah, ovaries. But you guys, I don't know, you guys just say it. Whenever you, whenever you guys say anything, I'm like. Okay, you know what? We're here right now. We should do an Instagram poll right now. Okay. We can say it your way. Okay. Are you going to do it right now live? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. We're here on the podcast, actually recording right now. Mm-hmm. And Liz and I were talking about how um, Anthony and I had that thing about, what was it? Consulted, consulted versus-, versus consulted. Yeah. And Liz said that there's another weird word that I say that Anthony and I both say. And I guess it's, we say ovulated. And I say ovulated. I'm ovulating. So I'm- is it ovulating? Yeah. Or ovulating? ovulating. Let us know. Bye.
All right. Oh my gosh, we just did our first live thing on the podcast. Oh my like, gosh. Who are we? <laughs> um, no, anyway, that's funny. That's weird. I you thought it was normal. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't I, I mean Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, okay, well, Lizzie Lou. Yeah. Anything else you want to chit chat about? Oh, your little Taylor Swift debacle. <gasps> yes. I was getting my hair done yesterday. I'm no longer a redhead. Now I'm like a brunette ish summertime brunette. Um, and, uh, and my hairdresser, Ashley Johnson at blonde rehab, uh, great, amazing girly. Um, we were talking about Taylor Swift cause her music came on the air. And I asked her, I was like, hey, are you, do you like Taylor Swift? And she's like, no, I don't. And I was like, oh, me either. And we were, we were discussing why people like Taylor Swift. And our conclusion was, is Taylor Swift is for people who like to just turn on the radio. Cause she's not a, she's not a bad musician, but she's not a great musician, you know? And I called Bridget, like as soon as I was done with my hair appointment yesterday. And I was like, okay, listen to my newest like conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift. <laughs> so I don't know I want to know what the people think like I don't I just don't get the hype yeah like like her tour right now is like the era's tour and um I can't tell the difference between her different like eras of songs um like from album to album other than her very first album was like Romeo save me like I think that's that album yeah Wait, oh, my guitar. That's that. That's the album. Is she? Is she okay? Maybe I'm just like slow, but like this this tour that's happening. Um, she doesn't have any new music. It's just she's going over all of her old songs. Yes, because it's the Eras tour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. Okay, it's connecting the wheels of turning. It's like that. That Whataburger with uh, uh, is it Keenan Peel when they're like, or no, that's not Keenan Peel. That's oh my gosh, I can't even think of their names. And they're like, I know some of these words. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking. Okay, I'm gonna send this to you after. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, let's get to the meat of the episode. Um, today we're gonna talk about boundaries. Boundaries. Because bro, we gotta set them. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting. So I am actually in a Marco Polo with girls at my work mm-hmm. and, um, I'm just barely like catching up because like there's a lot of us on there. So everybody just, sometimes it, I'm like 50 behind or whatever. Sounds yeah. about right. That tracks. I know when Sarah was here this weekend, I was like, just send it to me. Don't even send it in the group chat with me and Bridget because Bridget never responds. <laughs> Basically, if we, with our group, with our sister group chat, it's just to keep Bridget in the know. Like we don't even want her to, we don't even need her, her to respond at this point. It's just so she can read the messages 10 days later. <laughs> you know, what's so sad is somebody at my work. Um, she's one of my friends and I texted her this last, or when was it? And, um, I totally forgot to respond. And so I wrote her and I was like, I am so sorry. I was like, I forgot to respond and I feel so bad. And she's like, it's okay. She's like, 
this is what I expected. So I like basically she came in with low expectations. Why did she listen to the podcast? Did she hear me talk about you and how awful you are at texting? Yeah, that's like legit. She was like, for as much as I hear about him on the podcast, like that's what I was expecting. Oh, well, she got the real life taste of it. I know. I feel so bad for people sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. Liz, apparent, I can't even do some things on texting because Liz also tells me that I'm an awful friend. Okay, well, we'll get in. We'll, no, I didn't say you're an awful friend. I just say sometimes she doesn't respond appropriately. Okay, well, the thing is, is if someone sends you a nice message, you need to do more than just be like, sweet, like, and like the message. Like, that's rude. You can, you can even just say, hey, thanks, you too. But just to be like, sweet, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't think it's like that big of a deal. I don't know. But then I was telling Liz about this and she made me like second guess myself. And here we are. Talking about boundaries. I'm sure you haven't even done anything about it. Nope. Exactly. So you're not really second guessing yourself. I was for a hot minute and then Anthony talked me off my ledge. Okay. Okay. Well, good for Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to boundaries. Let's get this. Stuff oh, on. so wait, hold on. Let me just go. So I'm in this group chat with these girls on Marco Polo. And we were talking about um, how one of um, my friends, her daughter, she was talking about how like um, they had the dare program or something and mm-hmm. the police officer was using like scare tactics to basically don't do drugs or else you're going to end up with no teeth. No, listen to what the police officer told him. This is just kind of going on a tangent. I guess he told them that like um, if you sit up front in like the front, the passenger seat. And you are not in the weight limit like that. He had a girl that sat up there and she got decapitated. Okay, that's interesting. And so and so my friend, her name's Nikki. She was like, I'm sure that that probably happened, you know, maybe. But like for you to go tell that to a bunch of 10 year old kids, like why? Interesting, interesting use of that story. Anyway, so then um, I guess her daughter, though, she walked out on one of his lessons because like he was kind of scaring her. Mm-hmm. And um, my other friend. Good for the daughter, dude. Huh? I know. Right. Well, so then so my other friend, she said something and I actually thought it was kind of profound. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. you should be on Dr. Phil. Um, she was like, I because she was like. I'm so proud of her for walking out. And she was like, it's honestly taken me 30 years to realize like if I un- I'm uncomfortable with something, like I can walk out of a room or I don't have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really resonates with me because even though I hate having a politically correct world all the time, mm-hmm. there are some things that I'm really glad that we have brought awareness to. And one of those is boundaries. Yeah. Like, It's like, I don't know, not saying that my parents were wrong for doing this. Well, actually, I don't feel like my parents ever made me go hug somebody. Like if I, I don't know. I don't think they ever did that. No, I'm just, and that's probably, but that's like an example that I would, it's like, no, you don't have to hug that person. 
Yeah. And, you know, whenever I see like my nieces or nephews or like Jalen's daughter, Pepper, I always am like, can I have a hug? Like if they say no, I'm like, that's okay. Like, you don't go, like, you know, or like whatever. Cause I don't ever want to make them feel like. Yeah. That. And they're allowed to set and kids are allowed to set their own boundaries and they should. Yeah. Well, and that's like something I feel like, um, I definitely wish I would have known more so when I was a kid is like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to leave because you're uncomfortable. And it's okay to like not hang out with somebody because it makes you toxic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And um, I think like the more you talk about it and the more that this kind of stuff is brought to light, it, it makes it easier. And I honestly think the first time you set your own boundaries, it makes it easier to do it a second time and then people will just know like hey okay like we don't talk about that with Liz or like that's not or you know do you know what I'm saying like so that way people people aren't caught off guard when you're like hey I don't like that like let's change the subject or whatever yeah and the thing too is I guess for me I wish I would have known that like more so when I was dating guys like in high school like yeah but I don't think that kind of stuff was really like around when you were in high school well, no, that's what I mean is like it wasn't. And it's just sad that like it's like boundaries weren't ever respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, Bridget and I have our own like stories and things like that with boundaries. And one that just recently came up for me, which I will share with you guys, is kind of a juicy one, um, but it has to do with family. Oh. Grab your popcorn and sit down for some tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tea and popcorn, but um, probably not a good combo. But grab some popcorn or tea, whatever you want. Um, anyway, uh, I think family can be the hardest to set boundaries with because they are your family. I think friends are easier to set boundaries with, um, but family for sure can be really tricky. Um, but I have a grandmother that's still living and um, I'm sure we've like mentioned this on the podcast before, but my mom's family is not active in the church um, and uh, they don't like the Mormon LDS church uh, and they like to make that known. And I think our family has done a pretty good job of like being like, hey, like, let's not talk about that. Love to talk about anything else with you, but like, that's a no, no. So anyway, there was all this stuff going on with the church recently Um about taxes or something to that effect, right, May? Uh-huh. Yeah. And my grandma kept asking me about it. And no, and I guess actually this was at the end of last year. She was asking <laughs> about something about like why churches don't pay taxes and why they don't have to, or something to that effect. And I, you know, found the answer because it, it didn't have to do anything with like the Mormon church in general. Or it just had Wait, to do are with you like, gonna read the actual text she sent? Oh, I can if you want. Yeah. I just was okay. kind of crazy, dude. Like, oh, okay. I just was going to sum it up. Anyway, so let me. No, I'm up. saying just like what she said in response yeah. to what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just setting the stage, May. Okay. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I've been trying to have like a good relationship with my grandma because um, she's 90 ish and I have a baby and I really wanted to be able to like, have a good relationship with her. Um, anyway, so eventually she started asking me these questions about Mormonism, but not like in like a um, positive way, 
Um, and I'm not saying the only conversations I can ever have have to be positive about the church. Like, you know, um, I can recognize the realities of all Christianity. Right. Um, anyway. And, uh, and so one day I, she asked me something and I just said, Hey grandma, I love hearing from you and sharing news of Robbie and what you're up to. I also love my faith. I'm still an active member of the church. So going forward, I don't feel comfortable discussing church matters with you because when I get it from you, it comes across as critical. So if we could stick to those other topics in the future, I would appreciate it. Um, and she freaking went off on me and did not appreciate that I set that boundary. And we just went back and forth and back and forth um, about, well, actually, no, she just like freaking like, what's the word? I can't think of the right word. She just like sent me so many texts. She just blew up my phone. And so the last, one of the last texts she sent to me just said, and and this is like, I hadn't responded in between any of these texts she sent to me. And she said, just an afterthought, Liz, just to make sure I had got things right. After you accused me of speaking about the church to you, I found no evidence to support your claim, Liz. You tell me you love the church and your faith. Well, if you do, would you have just said the things you have said to me? The answer to that question should be no. I am thinking maybe you are going through postnatal depression as it is a common thing. And I think you might be able to talk to your doctor. I love you, Liz, and only wish the best things in, in your life for you. Remember, Heavenly Father, here's what we say and do. I will not let your mom see the text um, from you to me as I know she would be very disappointed in you. And, uh, it was kind of, I was like literally shocked, dude, when she sent me that. And I just was like calling everybody and mind you, like Ryan's not used to this kind of family drama, dude. And so he just was like, what was going on? Like, and I'm like, ah, just another day in the life of the Buckner Pottons, whatever going on. So I sent her a text back and I went back and forth with Bridget, Sarah, and my cousin, Jalyn, about what I should say back to her because I wanted to send her something um, nice, but also like stern. Well, well, hold on. Let me just like back up a little bit. Okay. There are so many issues with that text. One, like we've said, my mom's side of the family is not active in our religion. They were they were once baptized in our religion, but they are not anymore. From a very young age, I can remember my grandfather. He's dead now. I can remember my grandfather sending anti-Mormon uh, literature to my parents. And so you have my grandma. My, my grandma has a very, very, very basic knowledge of our religion. Like it's like, I don't even would count even if you are LDS, I wouldn't even count it as like primary knowledge. Like it's just very basic. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I don't like is one in that text. She's like, she's like I said, she is no longer, I think she is still technically a member, Mm -hmm. but um, doesn't believe, doesn't go, doesn't whatever. Um, The thing that I don't like about it is her means of justification. Like, you know, um, Henley father sees an answer or like, here's what it's very gaslighty. Yeah. Well, and it's very, it's just very manipulative. It's like, you don't even believe in this stuff. So why are you using it against me? Well, I, for me, I don't even care. Like for me, when I read that text, I was like, I do not care about 
like you being like heavenly father season like you know santa claus season everything you do so you better watch out you know type of thing um the thing that really like pushed me over the edge is when she's like i think you have um postnatal depression i was like well yeah me like that was like too much for me well that's the other thing is i'm like how dare you like have a low this is this is like kind of a backstory. I do not have a great relationship with this grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, like growing up, um, she was awful to me. And so when I, I'm like very protective of Lizzie Lou. And so when somebody, <laughs> when somebody like messes with her, I'm like, I'm going to go Texas lady, this 90 year old lady and tell her like to F off basically. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's just hard because like I grew up having that kind of like my grandma used to tell me I was fat when I was little. She read my journals like she just um, she did a lot of mean things to me. And so I never had a relationship with her. And and it just was mean. I guess for me, it was like it's it's one thing for you to do that to me. It's another thing for you to do that to Liz, who has been nothing but nice to you. Mm-hmm. And just so you guys, so dear reader, if you want to know what's going on, Elaine also knew what was going on. Like I was also informing my mom of the, of the texts that I was getting from um, my grandma and the texts that I was sending to her. So none of it would have come as a surprise to my mom if my grandma Mina had decided to um, like share that information with her. And um, I don't feel bad for anything I said because it wasn't mean. Nothing I said was mean. I didn't ever, ever say anything like malicious or anything like that. But what I did say back to her after that text, <clears throat> and this is my um, thing. I said, Grandma, I'm so saddened by the way you have just texted me. If you don't recognize what you have said that to have been critical of the church, it would be best if we don't discuss anything about the church together anymore. I prefer to keep a healthy relationship between us and it makes me feel like I have to defend my faith to you. Thank you for, thank you for your concern regarding my mental health, but just for future reference, it is totally inappropriate for you to infer that there is something going on. You are not allowed to make any type of reference, suggestion, accusation, et cetera, of that nature. You're correct that heavenly father hears what we say and do which guides my life. But your use of words like, if you love the church and faith, you would have just said this to me. Or would you have just said this to me? And Heavenly Father, here's what we say and do to try and guilt me, guilt me about what I said is extremely manipulative. I would appreciate you taking accountability instead of saying I am having mental health issues. A simple, I'm sorry this hurt your feelings would have been acceptable. I have already shared all the texts with my mom. Please make sure to include any text you have sent to my mom if you'd like to. I do not appreciate being gaslighted, and I don't think my asking to have a boundary is too much to ask for. A boundary can bring us closer together by us learning how to respect each other. As my grandma, I would hope you would want the same thing in making sure we are coming closer together and not further apart. Um, She did not like that. She did not like me standing my ground and like um, reinforcing that boundary. Um. And I can tell you right now, I have hardly talked to her since then. So, so she, she didn't, she did not appreciate that. And that's okay. Cause that just shows that she, she just wanted to continue talking about church stuff. And I'm not, I'm not here to say that I don't enjoy church conversations. I totally do. I have friends, friends. A lot of my friends are on very varying spectrums of activity, ness, activeness, 
I don't know what the right word is, activity levels. They're anywhere from not in the church at all to totally, you know, running the Relief Society or whatever. And I love that all my friends are on different areas of the spectrum of, you know, a religion, because that makes for conversation and it makes you be a more well-rounded person. But like the type of conversations I have with them are um, not positive ones. And I'm not saying every conversation has to be positive, like I mentioned earlier, but like when it gets to the point of like belittling me or um, like something I believe in, like, that's kind of like, okay, like this conversation went from like, okay, to like, eh, not okay. Well, I think too, it goes with like the intent of the conversation, you know, the intent of the conversation for sure. Like if you're going in with an intent to just like criticize or like just have a truly curious, right? Like if you're truly curious about something, yeah, your intent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's hard. That's hard. When this happened, I was so, I mean, I still am so annoyed and that's, I don't know. I can't even justify like what, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just think like, just, you know, thinking about the last portion of my text, our boundaries, like talking about boundaries, they are there to help your relationship, not to make the relationship um, worse. It's to help you learn to grow and respect each other, which is exactly what I said. Because if you don't have respect for each other, like that will be a toxic relationship. Well, and too, like boundaries are just like setting basic guidelines for how you want to be treated. A hundred percent. And so when somebody doesn't respect that, then well, and it goes back to like what you're, what you were saying in your, from your um, Marco Polo, like your friend was saying, you know, like it's taken her 30 years to now realize like if, she, if the conversation isn't something she wants to be a part of, she knows that she can leave. Like she doesn't have to be a part of it. And I feel like that way about social media too. Like if something isn't serving me or if I feel offended or not that I really don't get offended by a lot of things, but I, that's, I'm just using it as an example. I don't have to follow that page. I don't have to like that page. You know what I'm saying? Like, I it, I don't have to do anything with it. It's my choice to follow that information, to look into it, to be part of a friendship or to not be part of a friendship. Like, that's all on me. And that has to do with the boundaries I create for myself and make other people aware of. Yeah, I think, too, even just with social media, like, there are people that I know that I am friends with on social media that mm-hmm. I have had to, like, mute their accounts. Um okay. Just because one, I'm not going to like unfriend them, but it's also like some of the stuff that they say, it kind of like annoys me. Mm -hmm. And so um, in order for me to like not burn that bridge, it's easier for me to just mute the account. Yeah, I get that. And I don't know. So I definitely feel like guy or boundaries – you know, they're, they're a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think like you have to, uh, kind of, you know, before setting boundaries, like figure out what is the why, like, why are you setting them? Um, what do you want from them? Um, but I think like the number one thing that you definitely need to do is be consistent in your boundaries. Oh yes. Uh huh. Like you can't, 
even even like with kids, I mean, I wouldn't say that this is necessarily a boundary, but it's like um like for instance, uh Anthony's um dad one time was roughhousing with Austin and um and I think, you know, Austin uh was roughhousing with him, but he didn't you know, his dad was kind of done. And so Austin, I think like kicked him, which wasn't okay, but it was, he thought that they were still playing and it wasn't, Mm um, I'm not trying to justify what Austin did by any means, but his dad was like, dude, like you got super mad at Austin and, um, it was very uncomfortable. And, um, and so, Anthony like told his mom or something like, Hey, um, uh, like basically like your dad can't be playing with him one second and then like get mad at him the next for playing with him. You know, it doesn't, you can't, you can't just like flip and and do that, you know? And I've had to have that conversation with my dad too. My dad, um, like there are multiple times when like my dad will be roughhousing with Austin and maybe Austin will come up and like, I don't know, do something back to my dad. And it actually like hurts my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad then like, I don't know, we'll like talk about it. he, my dad hasn't ever really gotten mad at Austin, but, um, he'll say things to me or Liz and Liz will tell me, <laughs> but, um, I told my dad, I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, he doesn't know what's okay. And what's not when you're letting, like, it's like, if, if for one instance, you let Austin punch you and like do all this stuff. And then the next and minute, when Austin comes up and punches you and you get mad, you can't yeah. like, like why did you punch me? Like, well, you were letting him punch you five minutes ago. Yeah. And so that's kind of like, you know, with my <clears throat> father-in-law too. So I've had to be, tell my dad to be like, you can't, you either let it happen or you don't let it happen. Like you can't just, especially too, with a child, you know, Austin's five years old. Like he doesn't necessarily have like the mental capacity to understand that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're tre- teaching him that, but it's still, I don't know, but I, I feel like with dad too, um, my dad and I have like a very close relationship And, um, but we also, my dad and I are, have very similar personalities. Mm -hmm. And so when we bonk heads, it's like, they really bonk heads. Like it's, yeah, it's not good. Their scrolls are cracked. Yeah. And there have been like a couple instances in my life, definitely where dad and I have been like mad Mm -hmm. and. Um, but like recently there was definitely, this was definitely one with boundaries, but, um, I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember what happened. Like I, do you remember what happened? Not really. Like, I don't even remember what the issue was, but I do know that one of the issues we were in Hawaii actually for my, um, nephew's, uh, baptism, baptism. And, um, my dad, I know one of the things was like, my dad was annoyed that I like ordered for him, even though like more than half the time he wants us to do that stuff, you know? 
And so, um, and then I know one of the other things was like, he was mad at the way that I had disciplined Austin. And, um, and then, you know, Austin hears my dad be like, you know, don't, don't do this to him. Like, you know, or, or don't say that to him or whatever. And so then Austin, then it's like, well, grandpa tiger said that you shouldn't do this. And so Mm -hmm. now I'm not going to listen or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I legit had to tell my dad, I'd be like, you cannot like you cannot criticize the way that I parent like you especially not in front of Austin right yeah that's what I mean is like especially not in front of Austin and in my mind I'm like you've had your chance to parent like you're my parent and you can parent me still but like you don't get to criticize the way that I parent my child Mm -hmm. and even though I love my dad and we have a very close relationship I did like we didn't talk for two months Mm-hmm. because of all of that, because I also too was like, I need to, I need to have a boundary with dad. Like, because sometimes I feel like we probably are too close and, um, it has made me- people are like, what? This is shocking to hear from you. I know, but I just, I feel like it was good. Um, too, because now like, uh, I think for me, my dad doesn't like ever talk about the way that I parent because yeah. of what happened. And that's the other thing is that what I was going to say is like, I feel like you need to also set boundaries early, mm-hmm. you know, that way it kind of like protects you. Um, uh, I think too, like it, it'll set you up for success for if a situation like does happen again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. Liz, uh, Liz has more like, I don't know. Liz went to like therapy. Well, for yeah. 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 Let, let me tell this. Okay. Story. Sorry. Jeez. Okay. Again, you know, we are uh, really close, you know, with our parents and, um, and that goes with like a lot of aspects in um, our lives And one of those aspects is like with dating and I was dating a guy right before Ryan that my parents did not like. And they made that clear to me multiple times about how much they did not like him. Um, And uh, they were very worried over it. And um, I had to go to counseling for it um, because I didn't know how to like, work through this because I was just getting so much like feedback from them that I couldn't make like a decision on my own about anything. Um, and so, yeah, I went to, I don't know, handful, five, six therapy sessions. And, um, I, and I had to, uh, learn how to create some boundaries and that really helped, um, our relationship, I think, because, they knew where I was coming from and that I do love them and I appreciate what they have to say. Um, but also like I'm 30 years old, so, um, I can make my, I'm no longer like, you know, 17 dating somebody and I can make decisions. Um, and anyway, so I, those therapy sessions did help me and it helped get like a third party perspective of someone who wasn't really involved in anything to give me some like good, 
coping mechanisms. I don't know what word it is, but basically, yeah, I learned how to do some boundaries with them and put them into place. And that, I think it really did help us, um, uh, like love and appreciate each other better. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was crazy during that time, mm-hmm. but the guy was like a total douchebag. So Bridget also, Bridget also did not like him and that's fine, but Bridget never like made me feel stupid for dating him. Yeah. But don't you remember, like he said something to you about me? I honestly don't remember. But then he like also messaged me on Facebook. Remember? I I, I legitimately do not remember because I kind of like blocked that whole don't find it. Oh, dang it. It was just weird. I thought that it was kind of like I thought one of the things that he said to you was like, you just have to go run this through Bridget now or something. It was I, so I legitimately remember. But yes, I do run everything through Bridget. <laughs> and so wah. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Like I I think too, you know um setting boundaries is just good like and it allows people to understand your limits and um also like adjusting their behavior around you mm-hmm. you know I don't know I'm grateful for friends too that um uh, not necessarily that I've like created boundaries with friends it's just that like um I'm just grateful for friends that like have respected my boundaries and even Anthony, like that was actually one of the biggest things like with dating Mm -hmm. is, um, like I said before, I feel like I dated a lot of guys that did not respect boundaries Mm -hmm. and that was like the biggest thing I can definitely say was with Anthony, he did respect my boundaries dating. And so, You know, and so I think that too, like really, it was, that was like the biggest thing. And and the thing too, is like, he was respectful. I was going through a really hard time when I was dating Anthony. It had, it wasn't anything to do with Anthony. Mm-hmm. It was that like, I had been treated so bad by different guys that I think it kind of, I was in therapy for not therapy, well, counseling or same thing, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, I feel like I did have triggers that, um, a lot of it was like just trust issues and and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like Anthony really helped work through those with me. Mm -hmm. Um, but also respected that, like, I wasn't able to, um, I don't know, talk about things or do things or I don't know. It was just good. And even now, like in our own, in my own marriage, like Anthony and I both have boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. like one of our boundaries is like, we like, don't criticize the other person's in-laws, like, or the other's parents. You're like to their face, <laughs> to his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, or like, we don't, we don't talk about each other's weights. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's like, a thing that we don't do like that's a big no-no that's good yeah and I just think that like even for us like creating boundaries um has been very beneficial and it also like I don't know mm. good yeah I think people should do it more often than what they're doing it probably so Hit us up if you need some boundary tips and tricks and 
or if you've read any books that are good about boundaries. I, I'm pretty sure I have one. I got to find it. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. So maybe I can find that and put it on our page. Yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm going to go get some tacos, dude. I hope you have a freaking blast. I will. Tomorrow I'll be working all day, driving around all of Texas. I know. Anthony woke up this morning. He's like, are you sad you're not going down? Honestly, I was a little bit sad. Aw, It's okay. Don't tell me. I'll just never come over over again. Are you going to Bucky's though? I don't know. It really just depends on the time. I, I mean, I, I literally every single location I'm driving to tomorrow is like two hours apart from each other. So like, um, it's just gonna be a long day for me. So we'll see if I have time. Dude, it is. I love Bucky's so much. Anyway, well, I love you so much. I love you too. Hey, and we love our listeners so yes. much. <laughs> Yes, we do. All right. Well, thanks for coming to our TED Talk, guys. And create those boundaries. We'll catch you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.